Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to Going Greyhounds for Tuesday, March 28. My name is Kat Ernst and we are talking all things Greyhound racing here on Sky Sports Radio for the next 30 minutes. Of course, it's a really busy time of year here in New South Wales as we count down towards the Golden Easter Egg on April 8. And on Saturday night, just gone, we saw the series commence with 10 really good heats at Wentworth Park. Uh, National Derby winner Victor Damien was stunning in his heat and to kick off this week's show, we're going to relive his win. And they're racing now. And he jumped cleanly enough, Victor Damien. He'll accelerate across them and lead comfortably to the first turn. And it should be all over. Victor Damien out by two. Winlock Piper. In third is Ritsadonna. Fourth here, Cumbria Days from King Nito. Well back, Kelsey Bale. Last is Whiteley. But Victor Damien put a gap on them, he did. And he opened up by eight or nine. In second, Ritsadonna from Winlock Piper. Then Cumbria Days. But look at this. Victor Damien makes a statement, the South Aussie. Wins it by a dozen. Second, Cumbria Days. Third, Richard on a fourth, Kelsey Bale. There followed by... Certainly was a statement there, as called by Matt Jackson. Victor Damien, he was brilliant when winning his heat in 29 and 34. And we're now joined by his trainer, Tony Rasmussen from South Australia. Good morning to you, Tone. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. First of all, how was the trip home on Sunday or Saturday night and into Sunday? And how does he seem to have pulled up? He's pulled up a million dollars. Um, not, nothing wrong, no dehydration or anything. Um, so he's tra- he, he travels very well. He just he just sleeps the whole time he's in the car. Just, you can't get a better traveller. Yeah. Listening so, back to that win on Saturday, this dog, he, he does it to us, so it must just give you shivers still uh, just with what he's able to do on the track. He's a very scary dog to be um, to have in your kennel. You know, like it's lovely to have a really, really fast dog, but... Um, it's very scary and, and very exciting at the same time. Um, um, yeah, he's the quickest dog we've ever had, that's for sure. And, and he's a very hard chasing dog, that's what I like about him. You say it's a little bit scary, and I guess that's probably one thing that's not talked about as much as when you've got a dog like this for, I guess, trainers like yourself and Lisa, you haven't had a, a headline act like him, there must be a bit of pressure that comes with it too. Yeah, look, I don't treat him any different than any other dog at home in the kennels. He's just treated the same as any other dog. Um, he goes in and out and empties his five times a day like all the other dogs do. We slip him up the straight. We, we work him on the walking machine, you know. Like, he's just his day-to-day routine is no different than any of the other dogs. Uh, probably a, I'm probably a little bit fussier with the way I go over him and, and check him more often. But um, generally, all our dogs are checked before they run, two days before they run. Um, but... He comes home and I have a good look at him before I even put him on a walking machine, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Box eight there in his heat on Saturday. It wasn't the best away, but he has terrific burn when he hits the ground. And he's just got a real knack for being able to find his way to the front. And I guess that's a sign of a good dog, isn't it? That is a sign of a good dog. He seems to be a very intelligent and a, a clever race dog, even though he's only had a, you know, a, a very few starts. Um, you know, I just watch him in the, in the races, I watch his replays and he just seems to be looking for those gaps and, 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 and finding them at the right time and Box 8 I was a little concerned about it because when with Park as you know Box 8 unless you're really dynamite early you can be in trouble but like you said he's, he's got lightning speed when he hits the ground and, that, and that's what keeps him, got him to the front on Saturday night which is nice. And you said on Saturday night after the race that it wouldn't surprise you if he got even quicker throughout the series. That's a bit of a scary thought. Well, honestly, 
you know, when we were kenneling the dogs, it was raining, and we all know a little bit of water does affect the track. It doesn't matter where you are. And to me, the track is a little soft when you've been around. I, I just think if um, you get a nice, firm, dry track um, when he comes back next time and he gets on the bunny again, which um, I hope he does, um, I just think he can go quicker again. Yes, I do. And as for a box you're hoping for in the semi-finals, no doubt hoping for the inside, but you wouldn't have thought that the way he handles himself, it's really going to matter? I don't think it's really going to matter. He's just going to need that little bit of luck because he is that little bit slow out of boxes, like as we can see from his first section. But once he hits that ground, as long as there's a gap there, um, it, it just, it just run. It's just, just a good hard chasing dog. Now, no South Australian greyhound has ever won the Easter egg. I suppose you must feel like your home state's getting behind you. The home state is behind us 100%. It's, it's, it's amazing how people are following this dog in South Australia, you know, and even people that um, don't normally, you know, I, I don't really get along with, they're even coming up to me and wishing us well. And um, it, it'd be lovely to see a South Australian bred, owned and trained dog come over there and, and win the Easter egg. But, you know, we've got to going to leave that luck and we uh, and, and you know and, and good racing and just hope nothing goes wrong and we get the luck when we need it and tell us about his owners too because they've been breeding many good dogs over the years and they've handed this fellow over to you to train how did you come to get him well it's a long story there but i'll make it a short one um we took on a litter of pups when they were seven months old and we reared them for them when they were given a little bit of time and um and from there we said, I'll rear, them. I'll rear them at cost price. Like, I made nothing out of rearing the pups. And I said, the, the deal was they stay with me for training. And, and um, that was the Victor Hayden, Victor Grosso, Victor Mikey, all that litter. There was 12 of them in the litter. They, they won about $900,000, that litter, you know, in South Australia. None of them made any money in, in, anywhere else because of the COVID, of course. And then um, we grew a, a beautiful relationship between their family and our family. And we're best friends and we get along very well. And... This next letter came along, which he reared all the way through himself, Ron and Joan. Ron's 88 years old and Joan's 87, and that's all they like to do. They just like to rear pups. And, and, um, and you know, this is how I got this one and, and some of the others in the litter, Victor Albie, and they're the same litter. Victor Albie's in a semi-final of a launching pad in, um, at Sandown on Thursday night, so it's very exciting for him as well. And how are Ron and Joan enjoying the ride with this fella? They must be pinching themselves. Oh, they're so excited, you know. It's like, I reckon it's been 20 years, giving them another 20 years in their life, you know. They're, they're bouncing around, they're loving it. They're, we're working on trying to get them there if he makes the final, you know. Um, um, and that's what we're working on at this stage. But I think we'll get them over there for the final if they, if they do. But, oh, they just... Ron adores his dogs. And people just don't understand how much he loves his dogs. His dogs are his life, and they have been for many, many years. Um, the, the poor girl syndicate the dogs are in. They all love the dogs. Where possible, they're always helping us, uh, and it's just an exciting time for us. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Just the, the enjoyment and the, the joy that these dogs can bring to people. It is, yeah, it is. The enjoyment for them, the enjoyment for us, and the enjoyment for all of Australia that are watching the dogs like that go round, you know, like... I remember, remember when Wowsie's fast came over the Adelaide Cup. You know, it just drew a big crowd at Angle Park. It was amazing, you know. But like everyone sort of follows this one dog, and it's nice to be training a dog where everybody else is going to be following. You know, going to following our dog for once. It's, 
it's, it's exciting, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, he's already won a Group 1. He took out the National Derby in January. So you got the monkey off your back a couple of months ago, but I suppose the Golden Easter Egg, it's completely different. It's that next level. It's one of the majors. So what would it mean to yourself and your wife, Lisa, to, to take out a race such as the Easter Egg? I couldn't put it in words what it would mean to us right now, right? Um, we would just be over the moon, so excited, you know. And, and you know, like, and the, and the doors will open for us, you know, because the dog, I think, can go on and win a lot more than just the Easter egg. I think he can win a lot of races, a lot of big races, barring barring any injuries. But yeah. Well, he's currently the five dollar favourite for the Golden Easter egg with Tab. Um, best of luck, Tony. He's an absolute weapon, and no doubt there's going to be plenty of people cheering for him on Saturday night. I think there'll be a lot of people cheering for him Saturday night. We're just going to need that bit of luck at the right time, and he'll be there. That uh, was Tony Russ. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining us, Tony. That was Tony Rasmussen, who has the favourite Victor Damien for uh, the 2023 Golden Easter Egg uh, with the All In Markets. We'll have a quick break and be back to chat more Easter Egg after this. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing now at the Luai. Bounce well enough from box two. Out brilliantly though, Victor Marley. She'll spear over and lead from Scramjet to second. Aglan Luai third and Father Rick fourth on the rail. Therefore, will Rudgery Jack and last Lucy the weapon down the back straight and it's Victor Marley who leads it by a length on Scramjet. Third is Aglan Luai squeezing through. Will Rudgery Jack's running on at the home corner. It's Victor Marley from Scramjet but here's Will Rudgery Jack and now died, da- darting through. Father Rick will beat them all. Father Rick with a big finish has beaten Scramjet and Will Rudgery Jack. Close up behind them Victor Marley from Aglan Luai. That was Father Rick weapon. coming from behind to win his heat of the Easter egg on Saturday night and his trainer, Ray Webster, joins us now. Good morning to you, Ray. G'day. How are you, Kate? Yeah, pretty good, thank you. Um, we spoke to Sharon after the race there on Saturday, and she said she was relieved more than anything that he didn't waste box one. So uh, it must have been a big thrill to see him return to form. It, it was. We didn't know where we were with him, actually. And um, uh, to see him run like he did on Saturday night was a huge relief. He's back to his best, we hope. Now, he hadn't, he hadn't won in a little while, um, but with that being said, he's been racing some really good dogs and sort of holding his own. So um, how, how did you rate him going into the series? You said there was a few question marks? No, a lot of question marks. So I, I was sort of hoping, not declaring him. Um, I just, uh, we, did, we changed his training routine a little bit leading into the race and, uh, and uh, freshened him right up because he has been running over 600 metre rate you know, for... Um, for a couple of months there and, and acquitting himself quite well but um we just thought we'd freshen him up and give uh, have a crack at the easter egg and uh and at, at this stage it's working all right but um the hard yard just still to come obviously yeah absolutely you'll be hoping for an inside draw again this week uh one two or three it'd be lovely yep so yep. Uh, let's, uh let's see what happens He's been such a consistent little dog. He's won 19 from 52. Um, how special is it for you guys to be in an Easter egg series with him, given that you guys bred him? Oh, it is special. It's, you know, when you're going to training dogs, you're, it's like a jockey. His, his main ambition is to win the Melbourne Cup. If you're in New South Wales, your main ambition is to win the Easter egg. So um, to have a runner in it at this stage is fantastic. We went close with Lagoon Jazzy beating the head in uh, 2017 and uh, 
we never thought we'd ever get that far again, but hopefully we might take this thing. You never know. Lagoon Jazzy was this fella's aunt, um, of course, a little sister to Lagoon Prissy, and those bitches were both out of Lagoon Luana, who was an absolute superstar for you, winning a, a ladies' bracelet at Wentworth Park. Um, talk us through your line. It's been a number of years that you, you and Sharon have perfected it, I suppose, um, and just what kind of a thrill these dogs give you. Well, it started back in 2000 when we bought the bitch of um, Bruce Fletcher, and we named her Magic Grove, and, and she was a staying bitch, and she and she gave us our biggest thrill, or not our biggest thrill, but she, she made seven group finals and placed in three of them. So that was a huge thing, and then we bred out of her probably um, the, one of the, the first bitches from her that we bred out of was Gondola Serenade, and she was quite successful, and along the line, uh, we've had... Lagoon Luana and um, and uh, and now we've uh, had Lagoon Prissy and uh, and uh, she's produced Father Rick for us. But along the line, there's been a lot of successful dogs all from that one particular brood brood bitch line, and that was um, uh, Bruce Fletcher's line, uh, genu- genuine replica line actually, and uh, and uh, it's been very very good to us and. Uh, We'll give it another go shortly too with um, Lagoon Mandy. So we'll see what happens. Now you mentioned that you came very close to winning the Easter egg a few years ago with Lagoon Jazzy, who ran second with behind Strike a Light. Um, I I guess was that at the time? Did it feel like the the one that got away from you a little bit, or are you you're still dreaming? Have you thought of what it would be like to win it? Uh, oh yeah, you never stop dreaming of winning it, but um, you know whether you've you know, we don't have a lot of dogs. We only just breed rare and race our own, and occasionally um, we might train one for a good friend or something like that. But um, to win something with a with a dog that you you bred, um, rare, and uh, trained yourself is uh, is an enormous thrill, and uh, that would be the pinnacle of our involvement with dogs. That's for sure. You just mentioned that sometimes you train dogs for good friends and uh, one of those is Lagoon Gunn who you trained for Jason Gunning. He goes around in a heat of the new sensation tomorrow night. He's got box yes. three in race 11. He's up against uh, Tommy Cade and Palawa King. What chance do you give him? Um, his last run, in my view, was a little bit disappointing. Um, he drew the eight box and... Um, he did. He did uh, win his maiden there in good time, twenty nine eighty three, I think. Uh, in the final, he fell uh, on the turn out of the straight, and whether that has played on his mind um, in his subsequent starts at Wentworth Park, I'm not sure. But anyway, we we um, did a bit of work in there with him last week, and hopefully he's overcome that, and uh, and maybe um, this week he'll he'll just. Um, put his best foot forward. I've got no doubting he's got the ability to win the race tomorrow night, but whether he, that uh, ability transfers to what his thoughts are in his head, I'm not sure. So uh, well, we'll know more tomorrow he's, night. He's definitely got a motor. He showed that when he won his maid, and I know Jason's got a bigger thing of him dog. too. He's a very good dog, Kat, and he has got the ability to win it, but as I say, he's been in the past he's been a little tardy from the boxers, um, and uh, we've addressed that, hopefully. 
And, um, you know, I'm just hoping he puts his best foot forward tomorrow night and gets us in the final. So you think down the happens. track he's going he's gonna to be a brilliant 600-metre dog down the track, you would have thought? Yeah, I can't wait to start him over that distance because I think that will be... He, he's by superior Panamar and they tend to um, throw strength into their... In, in, he tends, tend, tends to throw strength into his litter, so... Um, as he matures, we'll uh, no doubt give him his chance to run beyond 500. But at this stage, we'll just stick with that, especially when the age races are there. You only get one crack yeah. at them. So um, that's what we're doing at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. It all kicks off with the new sensation tomorrow night. Uh, that is Lagoon Gun, race 11, box three. And then still waiting on the box draw for Wenny on Saturday with Father Rick yeah, in I, the semi-final of the Easter egg. So yeah, I'm, best I'm, I keep I keep refreshing the computer all the time to find out where he's drawn. But anyway, it'll come out hopefully, eventually. <laughs> hopefully not too long to wait. Best of luck this yeah. week to you and uh, to yourself and Sharon, thanks. Ray. Thanks a lot, Kat. See you. Bye. That was Ray Webster, who has Father Rick in a semi-final of the Golden Easter Egg this Saturday night. Another quick break, and we'll be back with Mini Finn. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. Racing now. Coco Model left beautifully down on the inside and will spear from a lead. From where's Bon Bon to second, railing through, zipping Kyrgios. And fourth, Go Bears. There goes Yachi Bale around the outside and Simply Limelight last. Down the back straight and where's Bon Bon dash to the lead now from Coco Model. Third, zipping Kyrgios. Simply Limelight getting up on the inside and then Yachi Bale. Where's Bon Bon leads at the home turn out by four. Zipping Kyrgios to second. Yachi Bale's absolutely rocketing home out wide with zipping Kyrgios. Big finish. Zipping Kyrgios, Yachi Bale. There's little between them. Photo third, where's Bon Bon or Simply Limelight getting through? Boy, that changed late. That was the old boy Zipping Kyrgios back on the winner's list when winning a heat of the Golden Easter Egg on Saturday night. We're now joined by his co-trainer, Minnie Finn. Min, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Pat. You must have been so proud of the old fellow the other night. Yeah, no, I was. I was super, super proud over the moon. Yeah. You've been close... Close to retiring him a few times, but what's he doing that's showing you or to making you guys hold off on it? He obviously still wants to race. Yeah, no, that's 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 why he's racing. He loves to race, and he's still getting around in the kennel, full of full of life and whatever. And I had a chat to Marty, and he said it's up to me now when he wants to retire. So I said I'll press ahead just for a bit longer and see how he goes. And um, yeah, no, he's run the other night it was good. Was it much of a surprise to see him bounce back? No, not really. He's um, he's still trolling as good as he ever did, but probably racing. He's um, you know, like he's coming out good, but he's just not showing that drive around the first turn. But he he did the other night. So um, saying that he was racing over six hundred and all that, we we're pushing him to be a six hundred metre dog, and since that we've freshened him up over the back to the five hundred and. Yeah, no, he showed a showed a bit, bit 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 more dash the other night, so hope he can do it this week. And it's strange to say, I mean, he hadn't won in a while, but looking at his form, he'd been holding his form against some really good dogs. And when you get up to that top level, there's not an awful lot between winning and running second, third, fourth, is there? No, that's right. No, he's um, if you have a look, the box scores have just killed him, and. Um, when he drew the inside the other night and they put up $9.50, I thought I'll take some of that because um, the first time he drew an inside box for that long. Um, 
Yeah, he's just been a marvel. Like he was in the Golden Easter Egg when Tommy Shelby won it. He made the semis last year and then fell. Um, after he won the, he, we backed him up after the Country Classic, the 600 last year, and he made the semis and went in and fell. And then um, he's made the semis again this year. So three years running in the Easter Egg. I don't know whether there is many dogs that have done that. Yeah, absolutely. And you just mentioned how tough of a dog he is. You and John have playing, trained plenty of dogs over the years. What is it about this fellow that just makes him that little bit more special, do you think? Oh, he's just uh, he's just a very good chaser. He's, he's probably one of the best chasers we've ever had. And um, he just loves to race. He's, he always feels good. And there for a while, probably 12 months ago, he had a stopper bone injury and we had to nurse him along with that. And he seemed to got over that now and he's, yeah, he's, yeah, no, he's just one of a kind. And no box draw yet for the semi-finals, but what chance do you give him heading into the series this Saturday? Well, he'd have to draw one, two or three because these days he just hasn't got the pace to get across. Um, and I've done a bit of calculations. I think he'd be in against that superstar from South Australia. So um, he's going to have to do everything right. But if he can draw one, two or three and improve a bit on the other night, I think he's still a good chance. Well, there's one thing you can never count the old boy out, can you? No, he just loves Wentworth Park, and um, if he gets the right run through the pen and not touched, he'll be he'll be coming home strong. Now, throughout the carnival, you've also got some dogs in some support races. We'll just touch on them quickly. Uh, the Magic Maiden heats tomorrow night, starting with Zipping Ruckman, race one, box seven. Yeah, no, he's got a lot of ability. He um, had a bad fall there last start, was going to win and had a really bad fall. He hasn't raced since, but, yeah, no, he should go well from out there, not badly drawn. Uh, Zipping Remus, race four, box one. Yeah, no, he's only a young dog. He hasn't really had much. He's um, He had to have a dew call removed, so he's a little bit behind. So, yeah, we'll just see just going in for experience. Zipping Rousey also got box one in race five. Yeah, same with her. She's uh, inexperienced and only a young dog, so um, they've got to start somewhere. And Yeah, we've just put her in it, so we'll just see what she does. The heats of the new sensation are also on tomorrow night. You've got Jada, Muriel, Edith and Mercedes in the heats of the new sensation. What can you tell us about their chances? Yeah, uh, Edith. Um, she is one of the fastest pups that we've had, trolling, but she hasn't really taken it to the racetrack yet the times that she control so um she hasn't drawn that well but she'll come up one day and do what she can do in trials in a race and um yeah i think she'll go all right and finally on friday you have zipping sabrina in the heat of the ultra sense yeah she's um backing up from tonight i've got her in a 600 because she's still a fifth grade so there'd be no race next in the next couple of weeks for her because she's free for all over 600 so we just thought i'll do nothing with her after tonight and give a crack at that. But she's been racing well over 600, so she may have a bit more confidence that Wendy on Friday night, I'm hoping, because she is a very fast dog. And you'll also have Zipping Orlando and Tanya Keeping in a heat of the Association Cup at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. It was a really good win by Orlando on uh, Saturday just gone. Yeah, Tanya won't be. She's not. She broke down the other night. She's retired to the breeding barn. She's done a stopper bone and flipped the weather now. So we'll only have Orlando and um, yeah, he, he improved a lot the other night. He went he went 
pretty good. Um, we're just hoping he can get a little bit better this week because um, against the free-for-all dogs, he needs to go a little bit quicker. But we're happy the way he's going at the moment and he's um, ticking all the boxes. Well, it's going to be a busy week for yourself and John Min, so best of luck and hopefully uh, see you with a few winners at the end of the week. Yep, no worries. Thanks, Kat. That was Vinnie Finn, who has Zipping Kyrgios in a semi-final of the Easter Egg on Saturday night. A quick break, and then we'll be chatting to Jared Duffy. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. And they're racing now. They're getting fast. Let me dad out of box number four. And he's going to lead it early from Zipping Maserati, who's across the second. A lead Alex got pushed very deep and pushing up the rails as Belmont Bullet. So to the back. And Lemmy Dad's a clear leader on Belmont Bullet. Third came and went fourth is a lead Alex. There followed that gap away. Reflection Zipping Maserati and French Martini at the home corner. Lemmy Dad's a minute in front. There was plenty of trouble behind. And Lemmy Dad led by 15 and romps into the semis. Lemmy Dad beats Elite Alex and Belmont Bullet. They're followed by Reflections, French Martini. That was Lemmy Dad, probably one of the most impressive uh, heat winners of the Golden Easter Egg on Saturday night. And joining us now to have a chat about some of the performances and the movers in the market is Jared Daffy. Good morning to you, Daff. Good morning, Kat. That was uh, some win there by Lemmy Dad, and it took many by surprise. What did you think of the win? Very impressive. I mean, the time was on the clock, but I guess it was the early pace uh, that Lemmy Dad... Uh, showed in that particular race and obviously that goes a long way in these features and we're well and truly in the market now is a $51 pop before Saturday night so now equal third favourite I'll go through those prices Victor Damien uh, the favourite $5 she's a pearl at 6 then Lemmy Dad uh, Wyandra All Class Yuko Girl all at 9 Baby JC Custard Manelli, Elite Alex Panama Pepper at 12 and the rest are 21 or better so Obviously, Kat, these markets are going to change significantly once we have the draw done for the semis later in the day. But uh, from what we saw at the weekend, there's no reason at all why Lemmy Dad can't win the final. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she's a pearl you just touched on. She's the second favourite at $6. What did you think of her win? She was, well, it's, it's, I think it was the slowest win ever at Wentworth Park. Um, not the pearl that we're used to seeing, but no. she got the job done. Look, she did, and the only reason she's $6, firstly, is the liability going into this race, and the other thing is she's such so popular, and we've seen her improve before. Now, OK, it was a very, very steady time, very steady, and she's just not pinging the lids there, but having said that, we saw her at Tamora a, a couple of runs ago when she came out, you know, two or three in front and broke the record there, so she still got it, but it just gets a little bit more difficult as they get to the tail end of their career, which is what the case is with She's a Pearl, but... One thing about her is she knows her way around that track, which is which is a huge plus when you start to line her up against some of the others in the field. And you know some of the bigger names didn't didn't make it, didn't make it through the semis, or or didn't contest the uh, sorry the heats to start with. So the task is not as hard as as what you would think. If she makes her way into the final, she'll still be hard to beat. Some away from the top end of the market that I had a quick look at. Uh, Elite Alex at twelve dollars. I also didn't mind Fascinate Mel at $34 um, yeah. and Rockstar Apollo at $34. Is there any that sort of take your fancy at a longer well, price? Elite Al- I'm a, an Elite Alex fan, but I think it's probably got a draw near the fence. Uh, Fascinate Mel's gone to a new level. Um, still a $34 pop, but again, uh, like um, She's a Pearl, terrific beginner, Fascinate Mel. You know, she's been around about that 29 60 mark, so there's no reason why she can't win. I 
I think uh, if it can draw near the fence, uh, I'm going to have something on Kelsey Bale. We didn't see the best of her the other night. Now, uh, she's contested everything over the last six months apart from the Melbourne and Warrnambool cycle race, but we know how good she is. She can run time. She just needs a little bit of luck with the draw. But you look down at, um, you know, there's, there's some there that were pretty good runs the other night. Peacock was a handy run. Father Rick, again, was a good run. So it all hinges on that draw this week. I guess the advantage is that you can either win or run second and you're through to the final. But um, Victor Damien's the obvious favourite. Um, but he's not foolproof at the start either. So there might be an opportunity there if you, if you fancy something outside of those top half a dozen to perhaps uh, get a winner. Now, looking at some of the support races, uh, the Magic Maiden and the New Sensation, they both kick off tomorrow night. I found mm. it interesting. We've got an all-in market for the Magic Maiden, which I wouldn't have thought that we have done that too many times because there's so many that are stepping out for the first time. Uh, one of those stepping out for the for his debut run is One Hot Bandit. There's been big raps on this fella for a long time. He's already trialled 29.55 at Wentworth Park, but comes up with box eight in his heat. Yeah, and uh, I think he opened 240 or 250 in that heat tomorrow night. Of course, it's fraught with danger putting up markets on these races, Cat, uh, because most of the time there's multiple first starters, and we don't know them. Um, only what you hear, but you know the the dogs have been barking, so to speak. One hot bandit for months and months and months. He's going to be the next big thing. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. The two that uh, you mentioned to Mini Finn before, the Zipping Dog, Zipping Remus got the red in race four, five fifty into two ninety, and Zipping Rousey uh, in race five has wow. been seven fifty into four forty. And the other mover there. Saka Boom, the checkbox, uh, 26 into 3.30. They very rarely miss when they latch onto some of these first starters in these maiden heats. So it'll be interesting to see how that uh, transpires tomorrow night. But you're right, uh, there's a market to win it overall. And uh, as is the case with um, uh, with the new sensation, etc. The new sensation all-in market got the features, the $3.80 favourite. No knock on the dog. I prob- probably thought that was a little bit of unders because there's some really nice dogs engaged in that series and I didn't think he was so cut head and shoulders above the rest of them. No, it, it's hard to line them up. Um, he's got the pink tomorrow night, $1.55 to win here. So Go Bears has got the red uh, in its particular heat. It's a $1.70 pop, although I see that another one of the fin runners there, Zipping Edith, box seven. It was interesting... Uh, listening to many before, you know, said, well, I'm paraphrasing here, but maybe said one of the fastest dogs they've got. It's been 17 into five. Um, I, I've actually had a little bit myself here. Uh, Palawa King, uh, he's got uh, box six in the 11th heat. Uh, oh, sorry, race 11. He's a $2.70 pop. It's probably the, the toughest heat, that one. But not a lot of movement in that market at, at the moment. But uh, the one you did mention there, the fave, got the feature. Not that popular at the $3.80. So probably we'll get to a better quote tomorrow. I guess with series like these, you look at the dogs that are most experienced going into it. Palawa King's For one sure. of those. Also, Canamble Kid, he's won 18 races. So he's really well graded in a race like this. Yeah, I, I looked at that. Actually, somebody else passed a comment to me about, because um, I thought there was restrictions on these uh, of 10 wins only, but apparently those restrictions have been changed. So Canamble Kid's in there and a $15 chance, and you, know, you can't underestimate a dog that's had so many starts around that track, but more importantly, so many wins. So there are a few in there that have had plenty of starts, and, and you're getting a decent price there. 
So, um, yeah, again, it'll be interesting to see how those heats pan out tomorrow night. And we just mentioned Zipping Edith. Minnie Finn said she's one of the fastest pups that they've got there. She's uh, $51 to win the final. So if you want to take a steer for a Minnie, that's a pretty good price, I would have thought. I would take that. Purely based on the fact that it's been 17 into 5 in the heat, um, I think, is there six heats? So six winners and a two fastest second, something yep. like that. But when the Finns say something about that their, about their dogs, you've got to sit up and take notice. So it might be worth a little play at the big odds. Absolutely. Duff, what are you most looking forward to this week? Oh, where does it start and where does it end? I mean, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday night, all at Wentworth Park. Definitely that the egg... Um, semis on Saturday night. The launching pads at, uh, at Sandown on Thursday night, so we've got plenty of greyhound action coming up across the week. But I love watching those maidens go around and just watching the fluctuations on the Wednesday night uh, with the Magic Maiden. So I'm going to be uh, enthralled seeing how those dogs go, the ones that they've backed and perhaps something that they've missed. But in particular, One Hot Bandit Race 2, number 8. Uh, given the wraps that are on it, it could be the next big thing. Well, there were big raps on a dog a few years ago going into the Magic Maiden, a little little fella known as Shaky Jakey, and we saw what he did. So it'll be right. interesting to see what this bloke can do. Certainly will be. That was Jared Duffy. Thanks for joining us, Duff, and uh, best of luck if you're having a punt this week. Thanks, Kat. That wraps us up for Going Greyhounds again this week. A massive week coming up from Wenny starts tomorrow night with the new sensation of Magic Maiden Heats, and we'll be reviewing it all again next week.